the burning of witches will continue. Americans who once venerated self-reliance are building a church of conformity, whose chief means of worship is destroying heretics. Elon Musk should tell the priesthood to shove it. The parochial snobbery of these people was partly responsible for their failure to convert the Indians. Very few Indians were converted, and the Salem folk believed that the virgin forest was the devil's last preserve, his home base, and the citadel of his final stand. To the best of their knowledge, the American forest was the last place on earth that was not paying homage to God. Arthur Miller, The Crucible. We burn witches in America. When heathens won't convert, when the crop is bad, we still burn the village freethinker. The Federal Trade Commission last week told The Hill it was tracking recent developments at Twitter with deep concern, adding, No CEO is above the law, clearly referring to the company's despised new owner, billionaire Elon Musk. Musk is the new bete noire of the American consensus. He is the negative current thing, a role mostly played by Donald Trump since summer 2015, with occasional fill-ins, in no particular order, Vladimir Putin, Tucker Carlson, Novak Djokovic, J.K. Rowling, Jeremy Corbyn, Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, whatever they call Kanye West these days, and others have manned the slot. The coverage playbook for these heel-of-the-hour stories is rigid. Certain elements are always present. Criminal investigations are instigated. Advocacy organizations issue denunciations. Some combination of the Anti-Defamation League and the ACLU's Chase Strangio is found in nearly all cases. News organizations demand the person's muffling. Unions, guilds, and associations threaten walkouts. Even if the villain leans left, he or she begins to be described as right-wing, a term with little political meaning left that's just code for heresy now. It's different from cancel culture. Cancellations start with a transgression, or at least an accusation of one. The other story type starts with a broader offense called thinking for yourself, which triggers denouncers to work backward in search of wrongdoing. Musk is the paradigmatic example. He's achieved round-the-clock denunciation despite total confusion as to his core offense. It was weird enough last week when Joe Biden said it was worth looking into whether Musk is a national security threat due to his cooperations and relationships with other countries, as if it were obvious how either translates to wrongdoing. For those who believe Biden just fumbled a surprise question, the issue had long before been leaked to Bloomberg, which in late October reported anonymous officials in the intelligence community were weighing what tools, if any, were available to stop Musk. The leakers not only seemed uncertain of what bureaucratic weaponry they could use on Musk, but what excuse they could put forward. The groping was so clumsy they claimed to be concerned about the presence of foreign investors, despite the fact that the previous Twitter regime had been taking money from the same foreigners. After Biden spoke, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, fast becoming the Madame Defarge of the Biden administration, all but rolled his eyes when asked if he could offer anything about why Musk be investigated. You heard the president, he chirped, not pausing his mental knitting. Public indifference to the madness of this was astonishing. We've had a secret grand jury system for centuries precisely to prevent this situation, i.e. the injustice of a person not charged with a crime having to live under public suspicion. Of course, erstwhile progressives being indifferent to important civil liberties concerns has become routine in the Trump era. Musk is accused of something bad, but what? 
The New York Times pinned a basic indictment on October 26th. How Elon Musk became a geopolitical chaos agent. But the piece read like a parent's deranged fantasy about the impact of a child's friend who has a nose ring. The paper mourned Musk's influence and ability to cause trouble, reporting he's often waded into situations even after he was advised not to. Again, was this a preschool report card? They blasted him for seeming to align himself with the Kremlin via a peace plan in Ukraine, but were more quiet about Joint Chiefs Chair Mark Milley proposing something similar. People have complained about everything from Musk mistaking a Chris Farley sketch for a movie to firing a lot of people, including former Homeland Security Advisor Committee member Vijaya Gad, to a plan to desecrate the sacred blue check mark, all inspired moral horror. From the Hill. He slashed around half the workforce and rolled out a new Twitter Blue program that includes a verification check mark for $8 a month, which has led to. Thanks for listening to the free version of this article. To hear the full version and for more articles and content, please subscribe at taibi.substack.com.